Smarty Pants, I borrowed my friend's spaceship, and I'm about to take a ride to the very first planet that human beings discovered. And by discovered, I mean the first planet humans couldn't just see staring up at the night sky with their own two eyes. Any guesses what that planet is? Nope, not Mercury or Venus. I'm headed in the opposite direction. Nope, not Mars. The red planet is extremely visible in the night sky. And it's not massive Jupiter with its swirling clouds and monster storms. Or Saturn with its bright yellowish glow and dazzling set of rings. So, have you figured it out yet? Did you say Uranus? (laughs) That's right. Uranus wasn't discovered until 1781. (laughs) In fact, British astronomer William Herschel had to use a telescope to find Uranus. (laughs) And it wasn't because Uranus is small. (laughs) In fact, only Jupiter and Saturn are bigger than Uranus, which is four times the size of Earth. In other words, Uranus is huge. (laughs) Okay, okay, I get it. Let's address the elephant in the room, shall we? The name of the seventh planet in our solar system sounds a lot like I'm saying your, as in belonging to you, anus, as in the opening through which waste leaves the human body. There, are you happy? (laughs) Uranus. Of course, there is another way to pronounce Uranus. There is? Many NASA scientists and astronomers call it Uranus. Uranus? Like urine? I know. It's not much better. In fact, when they were first trying to name this big, blue, brand new planet, they almost went with another name. Any guesses what it was? Why, it was Neptune. Neptune? But then what would they call Neptune? Who knows? Maybe Uranus? (laughs) Uranus and Neptune, the seventh and eighth planets in our solar system, are often called twins. So... How else are these two planets, at the far, far end of our solar system, alike? What is the meaning behind Uranus's unfortunate name? And does Uranus actually smell like... (sighs) Farts? It's time for another whiff of science and history on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted? Okay, smarty pants. Like I said, Uranus and Neptune are often called twin planets. So, knowing what you know about them, can you tell me how they're similar? Shout out your answers. Yep, they're both blue. Yep. They're both huge. In fact, they're right around the same size, though Uranus is slightly larger, while Neptune is heavier. And yes, both planets reside at the outer edge of the solar system. Last stop, Uranus and Neptune. (laughs) Uranus. Uranus is about 20 times as far from the sun as Earth is, while Neptune is 30 times as far. Think about this. While it takes about eight minutes for the sun's light to reach Earth, 
It takes more than two and a half hours for the sun's light to reach Uranus, and about four hours to reach Neptune. Whoa. So, being that far from the sun, what do you think the temperature is like on Neptune and Uranus? If you said freezing cold, you're right. According to NASA, the temperatures on both planets can fall below negative 350 degrees Fahrenheit or 213 degrees Celsius, nearly triple the coldest temperature ever recorded on Earth. And the atmospheres of both planets contain an icy fluid made from water, ammonia, and methane gas, which gives them their blue color. So it's no surprise the twin planets are both called ice giants. Fee, fi, fo, fur. I smell the blood of a narrator. <laughs> uh, Neptune, you're so embarrassing. No, I'm not. I'm ice giant. Yeah, well, so am I. And you don't see me acting silly. <laughs> At least I'm not named Uranus. Okay, okay, no bickering, you two. Neither of you are embarrassing. Oh, yeah? Then how come NASA doesn't visit us? Good question. Hey, Smarty Pants, how many spacecraft has NASA sent to photograph and study Uranus and Neptune? Is it ten, five, or one? Sadly, the answer is one. While scientists have sent numerous probes to all of the other planets, Uranus and Neptune remain the least explored. The only close-up images we have are from the Voyager 2 spacecraft, which whizzed by them in the 1980s. All the other info we have comes from telescopes. Sounds like they're embarrassed of us. Seriously, what gives, NASA? We are so worth exploring. Well, maybe not Neptune. Hey, you're the one who's lazy. <gasps> lazy? Uh-huh. All you do is lie on your side. So, that makes me unique. That's true. Smarty Pants, if you have a ball nearby, try spinning it on your finger. If you're like me, and you can't, just think of basketball players who can do that. That horizontal spin is pretty much how most planets rotate. Now, imagine taking that ball, put it on the floor, and roll it away from you. That's how Uranus rotates. Compared to all the other planets, it looks like Uranus is lying down on its side. It also rotates in the opposite direction. If Uranus were upright, the sun would rise in the west and set in the east. Whoa. The only other planet that rotates this way is Venus. But Venus isn't lying on its side. True. So why are you tilted sideways, Uranus? Funny story, I'm actually not sure. Astronomers believe collisions with multiple objects, including one bigger than the Earth, millions of years ago, caused Uranus to tilt sideways. But it's just a theory. Maybe you could figure it out if you visited more often. Yes, well, regardless of how your sideways rotation happened, the fact that it does happen means Uranus has sunrises and sunsets for only half of its 84-year-long trip around the sun. 
During the other times, the sun is facing the planet's north or south poles. That means for a quarter of its orbit around the sun, some 21 years, the other half of Uranus experiences a brutal winter in complete darkness. Winter is coming. As for Neptune. Yes. Neptune rotates at a sliding similar to Earth's, so it has seasons like we do. But... But since Neptune's orbit around the sun takes about 165 years to complete, each season lasts more than 40 years. So it, too, has a very long winter. Winter is coming. These twin planets also spin at similar speeds. Tell me, since both planets are four times larger than Earth, about how long do you expect their days to be? A, 24 to 25 hours. B, 96 to 97 hours. C, 16 to 17 hours. Or D, 50 to 51 hours. The answer is C. Both planets spin faster than Earth. So a day on Uranus lasts 17 hours, while a day on Neptune is 16 hours long. We can run rings around Earth. Speaking of rings, we have um, rings, that is. Uranus is right. Just like the gas giants Jupiter and Saturn, both Neptune and Uranus have rings. And the rings of Uranus go around its equator, so they look like they're going up and down instead of side to side like the other planets. And my 13 rings are more than twice as many as Neptune's. They look way cooler, too. At least I don't stink. Hey, that's not very nice. No, but I'm afraid it's true. Uranus does stink. Uranus stinks. (laughs) Hey, don't be disrespectful, kid. Sorry, I meant Uranus stinks. That's not much better. No, it's not. But unfortunately, it's true. Uranus does indeed stink. We'll get to that and the meaning of Uranus's name right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust iXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 
20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com slash smarted. Visit IXL.com slash smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian approved delicious gourmet meals. From calorie smart to protein plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who Smarted? Uranus and Neptune, the solar system's two ice giants, were likely formed about four and a half billion years ago. Scientists believe they started off closer to the sun but probably moved to the outer edges of our solar system about four billion years ago, where they orbit now as the seventh and eighth planets. As we've discovered, these so-called twin planets share some similarities, but also have some differences. But in many ways, humans have linked them ever since they were discovered. In fact, one of the names originally considered for Uranus was Neptune. So how did it wind up Uranus or Uranus? No disrespect. What do you think, Smarty Pants? Where did the name Uranus come from? Was it A, the name of the person who discovered the planet? B, the name of a mythological god? Or C, named by someone with a strange sense of humor? (laughs) Well, it's not C. And if you were paying attention earlier, you'd remember we said the astronomer who discovered Uranus was named William Herschel, which means Uranus was named after a mythological god. Here's another question, Smarty Pants. Is Uranus named after the Roman god of the sea? Or the Greek god of the sky? Why, the oddly named Uranus is named after the Greek god of the sky. And if you said the Roman god of the sea, you're close because that's Neptune. Neptune was discovered in 1846, and it was actually Uranus who led astronomers to the planet. They noticed Uranus was being affected by a gravitational tug, possibly from another planet, and using mathematics. They were able to figure out where another planet might be. And sure enough, there it was. 
And just for the record, other names that were considered for Uranus included Herschel, the astronomer who discovered the planet, and the Georgium Sidus, which means Georgian star, named after England's King George. In other words, as bad a name as Uranus might be, it could have been worse. Being named Herschel or Georgium Sidus would stink. But you do stink. Hey! Okay, okay. It might not be nice to say, but the truth is, Uranus does stink. <laughs> Told ya. But Neptune might too. What? Twinning! Not too long ago, scientists discovered clouds of hydrogen sulfide gas in the upper atmosphere of Uranus. And hydrogen sulfide smells like rotten eggs, which also smells like... <laughs> scientists think Neptune might also have the same type of clouds, which means both ice giants might smell like farts. How embarrassing. Of course, there's no way for us to actually smell Uranus and Neptune. Any spacecraft trying to land there would be destroyed by their atmosphere's extreme pressures and temperatures. It's too bad, because their atmospheres are some of the most fascinating in the solar system. Neptune is the solar system's windiest planet, with winds greater than 1,200 miles per hour. The worst winds on Earth, which can completely destroy houses, only reach 250 miles per hour. Meanwhile, the chemical activity inside the atmosphere of Uranus might actually cause it to rain diamonds. Wow, crazy storms, raining diamonds, giant cloud farts? I hope NASA figures out a way to get to them. I want to see more of Neptune and Uranus. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admit, it is pretty funny. A big shout-out to our superfan Tabitha in Phoenix, Arizona. We hear you love going to space camp and want to be an astrophysicist when you grow up. Awesome. Sounds like you're the one who's smarting, Tabitha. This episode, Uranus and Neptune, was written by Dave Beaudry and voiced by Nico Katz, Kierna Connor, Chris Okawa, Max Kamaski, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.